with another update on the mall situation in Charleston. Uh, but can I just say, uh, the weather is finally heating up, uh, so I finally get to wear shorts, which I'm very ecstatic about. Um, and hopefully the weatherman has not been lying to me about all the weather that's going on this week. So I'm gonna get off of the weather ramble and get through my notes. Um, over the past week, a Forever 21 branch has opened up with uh, some really enigmatic managers and workers, and they're described to be uh, like shadow creatures that are as tall as like a Sasquatch would be. Uh, they have like these very long and like making motion that you can't see, but kind of wiggly limbs, kind of like if you think of a big squid. Uh, that's kind of how their limbs are, but they're a little bit more straight. Um, feels like they could just wrap you up into a little <laughs> blanket burrito. I don't know. Uh, it's like they share the kind of thrall that I felt, uh, when the mall first appeared. It's kind of wanting them to have full control and it's hopefully it'll go away after uh, we've gotten used to them. Uh, no one seems to have given in to that thrall and let the shadow figures take them over, which is pretty good, I, I guess. We'll see. Um, and the mall has actually been advertising out of town, which is bringing in more like revenue, bringing more tourists. Uh, we're currently falling to a small e economic decline, considering this town is kind of smaller than, like, a village would be. Uh, the new faces are kind of exhilarating, but also, they're, like, terrifying. I mean, I've lived here all my life, and I know all of my neighbors, and they all know me and my mom. Uh, the new people walking in the street are people I just don't know, and... They don't know who I am, and it's a completely horrifying idea. And it, it, there's so many strangers here. Um, Alright, that's all for this week. Um, So, let's go on to next week. This week, I was able to get in two interviews uh, with some of the hired employees from the mall. The first one is head of janitorial staff. Name is Dale Runadile. Uh, he declined recording the interview, but I got some information out of him. Uh, so they are all in my notes. Uh, the construction company that allegedly built the place is called... And the contractor name was left blank on the building papers he let me look at. Uh, the current overseer of the whole entire building goes by the name of Anna Sitars. I haven't had the pleasure of being able to make an appointment through a secretary. Um, uh, he said his duties are the usual cleaning up, regulating the machinery in the basement, all the generators and such. Uh, he had this giant, like, key ring of keys. He explained he had all the keys to the separate leases. They're not being a master key to the building, which is kind of odd, but I'm not going to question it. Um, 
He had to go clean up somewhere near the Annie Ann's, most likely a foreigner, having a bad reaction to the on-site delicacies that are served up by the obsidian smoke creatures that seem to move in quick frames. Uh, uh, now that we are talking about the Annie Ann's, uh, I was able to get an interview with Betty Griffiths, one of the various Annie Ann's employees. She was going to talk to me about the delicacies that are currently only available at the mall, uh, but she also denied the request to record the interview, so I have all that I could have written on paper. Any fallacies are due to this instance. The first question I had for Miss Griffiths, uh, was, what are the supposed local, nah, location specific uh, menu pieces. She had explained to me the new tat rag, which seems to be a hybrid of a squirrel and frog, which came from an unknown supplier that is uh, deep fried and served with various foreign sauces. Now, the sauces may have piqued anyone's interest, uh, but it gave me a small rundown of the names and the use of these sauces. Uh, Tram YR is the first one that is offered at this Annie It's the color of an indigo Crayola crayon, and it's the most mild of the sauces. She said it was interchangeable with, like, a cheese sauce, and, um, that it has some colorful properties. Uh, most of the people she saw get the sauce ended up coming back for more, not pretzels, just the sauce. They would ask for containers of it, and then walk back to their table. Uh, which is kind of strange. Uh, next sauce is a veil, then a thick pitch black substance that seems to be more like a sludge than a condiment. Uh, Griffith explained that this sauce is more for some of the sweeter treats on the Annie Ann's menu. Uh, she had seen multiple people choke up the liquid. It joined with some weird object she had not got the chance to look at because the security whisked them away to the maintenance room. What happens to them after that is unknown. Uh, the last one is Servility Ta. It's a clear and thin substance. It doesn't seem to be existent until you pair it with something else. Uh, then the consistency changes and it becomes a specific color. Griffith comments that it also changes from person to person. Like, if you are in love with someone and eating pretzel bites with the, and the small cup would turn a hot pink and it's similar for morning. Uh, Betty said there are various colors and food combinations mixing with personal experiences, creating endless possibilities of colors to show up. But she also said the flavor changes with it as well. She did not speak about what properties make it this way. She only said that the packets get delivered and every Wednesday, the box is being stacked behind the counter and a list of instructions of where to put them all. Uh, that was all we could get in before she had to finish her lunch break, so that is the only news I have so far. I will see you next week, listeners. <laughs>
It still has humongous as any other location and smells too strongly of essential oils. I don't think I'll be visiting it anytime soon. The ads that I mentioned last week, well, they really have brought in a lot of tourists again. I swear every time I walk into the mall, it's a giant group of new people. It's really disconcerting. Uh, I'll move off from personal things, but one thing before I leave you for the next week, I found her. Uh, she is the best thing to ever happen to me, and I, I'm not gonna say anything else. Um... have no news on Roland, but another person is unfortunately missing. Uh, Alia Turner disappeared on Sunday. She was last known to be walking home from the mall. If you have any information, contact the Sheriff's Department or email it to the email I have stated before uh, so we can get any news out to the public. I think the Camillo and Turner families would love for their missing uh, children to be brought back home. Okay. On to less horrendous news, uh, the Bed Bath & Beyond is up and running with some similar only on-site products. I was not able to set up an interview with any of the shadowy kind of employees, uh, but they did send me a list of their products and some of them are interesting, but they're no news regardless of how boring this feels. <laughs> uh, the first one is a fragrance named Christlike and says that it smells like the blood of a lamb's child and that the murky red color is only artificial coloring. I have a small sample of it with me right here and making me a little nauseated. Uh, I'm going to close it and put it very far away from me. Okay. Um, and the second one is called Home, which feels somewhat subjective because home smells different for everyone, but I guess I'll just have to go along with it. Uh, there's not much of a description for this one, but I guess it will smell like something. <coughs> Jack in the box, Jesus. Uh, that's rank. <laughs> it smells like moldy water and mosquitoes, and like moss that kind of surrounds a bog, and it's like you left it to rot a few days after the due date. I think I'm going to avoid that one for a while. So let's move on to one of the other ones. This one is called Cold Lake, which will hopefully smell better than the last one. <sighs> but it has been zero to two, so my hopes are very low. Oh, fuck it. smells like formaldehyde. Ugh.
Ugh. I don't think this one is good for the populace. I'm going to close it and never look at it again. Okay. Let's move on to the two lotion samples they sent. The first one is called Flames. It's a very light red and seems to be moving, but it's not. Um, uh, similar to an optical illusion, kind of. Like those books that you'd get as kids where you just kind of put it against your face. Um, the paper says that it is an exfoliating hand cream that helps with big pores. It also says that it has those exfoliating beads found in face washes. This will be interesting. Okay. Oh, it burns really bad. I'm going to go <coughs> wash it off. Oh, hopefully it was just a bad reaction to an ingredient in the product. So, oh. Sorry about that. I think I got it to calm down. I guess I will leave that out of my collection for now. Uh, the next one is called Conrail Morillet. It's really spelled weird. I will put all of these up on, uh, I'll put all the names up on the Twitter when this is done. Uh, the description is very vague, but it says it has color-changing properties. I don't know if they mean in an iridescent way, or if it works like a jawbreaker, but I guess we'll see. Wow, that's weird. It's a pastel yellowy green, and it looks really thin. It's turning color now. That's, that's kind of insane. Um, where I put the lotion on my hand is turning into a bright purple. I, I don't know what this means, but it seems to be changing into an orange. This is really fascinating, but also kind of freaking me out. I think I'm going to wash it off. the news for this week. Uh, remember to check the hub and send in any information to me or the family or to the sheriff's department. Uh, Diana Park out.